It's your daily dose. I'm your friend, Nick. Bob and I set aside every last Friday of the month for a few bite-sized conversations. This is the 15th edition of this tradition. Enjoy and embrace the silliness. Did I make the word dongle up? Yes. Because my brother does stuff like that, like like gonculator. A gonculator is anything with a button that makes something happen. So garage door opener, gonculator. That you know, does sound made up. Remote control, gonculator. Well, I mean, what did you just call that thing? Dongle. That a is a time-honored traditional word. What is it? From the 1800s. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Straight out credibility blown when you're throwing the broad right? 1800s yeah. out. In the <laughs> Iron Age, right? they okay. created many, many dongles Star for Wars. a lot of the machinery that they uh, um, would sacrifice children to. Right. And I yeah. assume it was a bell of some sort that let you know when they were dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you stop hearing the bell, you know the child has finally succumbed to black lung or something the like dongle that. Dongle has been banged. Yeah. That's where that term comes from. The dongle has been banged. <laughs> Sometimes I put it out there so loud, like that I'm into myself so much yeah. that people believe it. And uh, that makes me laugh because if you hang around with me long enough, you realize that life, whenever I mean that stuff, uh, just comes around and slams me. I mean, it humbles me in the, the least kind way. Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, I can be that way for a little while, but it never lasts very long. Huh. I think there's, there's fun in uh, sort of doing a false, not humility, but the the other side, the false bragging. Yeah. Right. Like I don't really feel this way, but if you ask me how I am, I'm gonna say handsome. <laughs> yeah. I I don't 100 percent feel that way, but you know, if I keep saying it, maybe. Well, I like the sound of it too, coming yeah. out of your mouth. How are you feeling today? Handsome. Yeah, pretty handsome. <laughs> still still doing handsome. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> is that like a, a Dr. Evil laugh? <laughs> Mr. Uh, oh, what was his name? Mr. Powers. When you've lost your mojo. <laughs> That's good. That was like one of the few imitations that I could do with a few voices like our that were dead on yeah that was good that was good yeah you actually absorbed it my son Sam does that every once in a while where there's a certain he doesn't do a lot of impressions but he can absorb the character of some person and the way he yeah. says things I'm like that was spot on I appreciate people who can do impressions I'm really not particularly good at them I like to do, I wanted to do Dr. Evil and Dave Matthews having a conversation because for some reason, those voices <laughs> to me always sounded very similar. So you've got Dr. Evil who sounds like this. And then you have uh, Dave Matthews who's, it's a typical situation. It's typical. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a great mashup, Dr. Yeah. Evil. Yeah, it's, you know, 20 years too late in terms of uh, Both recency. of them. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny, though. That's, well, guess what? There are translations. Most people don't realize that the voice of Yoda is also the voice of Miss Piggy. Yeah. It's oh, also Frank the Oz. voice of Grover, the monster. Frank Oz is yeah, such a... Incredible. Wait, did he do Grover as well? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize oh, that. Yeah. yeah. That, if you look at it, it's the exact same... Okay, you got Grover. 
Hello, everybody. It's me, your furry, lovable friend, Grover. Just put Grover on Quaaludes. It's me, your furry, lovable friend. Lovable friend, am I? Grover, am I? Blue, am I? (laughs) Use the force. Uh, Oh, boy. That's my Wookiee baby. You know what you just said? I did. How aroused you are. Really? Is that what that means? That's that's what Wookie for hey baby. Oh <laughs> You better be careful when you How use you that. doing? <laughs> you gotta be careful when you put that out. Be careful with your Wookie. Yeah, because you can end up with like a Wookie on you not understanding. And and I want all the Wookies out there to know means all the single Wookies, all the single Wookies. <laughs> that was my no means no. Means I, I got it. Okay. What if you went back in time? Hear me out. Obviously, it's going to be awful back then, but you could also bring boomsticks with you, <laughs> aka guns, yeah. or other weapons or technology, and then you could rule the place. Yeah. You could fix everything. <laughs> Actually, that's so that's a big thing in like any kind of science sci-fi trope, right? Is to time travel. You can't touch anything. Right. right. Butterfly effect. Butterfly effect, yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, how many people would go back and fix something? How many people would go back and talk about uh climate change earlier on in the process or uh introduce a new technology that would really help and prevent something from happening? Yeah. Or the old classic, you know, kill Hitler. Yeah, as a baby, I I, I don't know why it has to be a baby, but well, it's just easier. Yeah, something's more contained. (laughs) He's not surrounded by Nazis at that point. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, Yeah. well, I think it's a natural inclination for us to want to change something, whether for the good of mankind or for the good of ourselves. But uh, have you ever noticed that in every single story, I think without exception, that I've ever read or seen uh, that involves time travel, that when they change something, it screws things up. Sure. That the that what we don't know we're doing is worse than what we know we're doing, and all of a sudden we've created a worse situation through our ignorance, right? What I assume is that people from the future who have time traveled back to our age to plant those stories to discourage us from time traveling back because they want to control all the time travel in the future. This is where we get into that mind screw that I love and I hate. I love it because it's so fascinating to me, but it it hurts my brain. The concept of how, how many little boxes within a box we can create with, with a little bit of time travel or even the concept. So, Hey, I believe Einstein believed that time travel was possible. Uh, I, I, but I have no actual written proof of that. I just believe it. No written proof of time travel. No, you don't that, have that. No, that written proof that Einstein believed that it was possible. Oh, okay, that's another unattributed quote. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but you know, if you attach Einstein to it, there's immediate credibility. Sure. You know, it's like Einstein says you should eat your peas. You know, like I, I'd be more inclined yeah. to eat my peas because that guy was a genius. He was. <laughs> I saw the skepticism in your face when I talk about Einstein teaching you to eat your peas. Why couldn't he? Why why couldn't he? P equals MC squared. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Hi, gang. It's Bob. I always love the last Friday of the month because I get to listen to all the snippets from our virtual cutting room floor. I'm glad these odd little conversations do not get lost. Put together, they make up something completely new and different. I mean, when else do you get time travel, fake egotism, and super mediocre impressions all in one episode? Am I right? 
And we're so glad you're on this wild and weird journey with us, my friend. Thanks for listening. Microphone, microphone. I want to test my microphone. I want to test my mic. I want to test my microphone. I want to test it all right now.